Welcome to the episode two of the Sensible Gunners podcast. I remain your host, Cheese the Ace, and I've got a very, very special guest with me today, popularly known as Flexi. He is uh, into business management, kind of like the Asin Wenga of our fan base, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, he's as passionate a gunner as they come. He is, you know, a very passionate gunner and has been supporting Arsenal for over a decade. So, ladies and gentlemen, Flexi. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you doing? Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> okay. All right, Flexi. Um, wow. Wow. Where do I start? I mean, uh, previous game against Crystal Palace. Oof, man. I mean, it's a game that we knew was a potential banana skin, but it turned out to even be worse than that. You know, we didn't just lose the game, but also lost a whole lot of ground when it comes to goal difference. So, um, what, what were your thoughts on the game, Flexi? Um, I mean, it was Crystal Palace, like you said. We already knew coming into the game that it was going to be difficult. We did not have the best results when we played them in the reverse fixture. We're actually pretty to sneak in a last-minute equalizer, and everybody knew, especially going at, into Sellers Park where the fans are are wild. Everybody knew it was it was going to be a crazy night, and it started that way from the first minutes. In fact, for the whole of the first half, I, I don't think we won any second ball. And that, that was what, kudos to Vieira, that was what he made sure they, they got on point. And they did not give Arsenal time on the ball at all. Odegaard was not in the game because he couldn't even get one touch, not to talk of two. Same as well with Pate. Xhaka to the same thing. So they made sure, I mean, one thing that has helped Arsenal this season is the midfield. There's always that... We always watch Arsenal's game and it's Arsenal that's always the one dominating in the midfield. But for the first time ever, we were completely dominated there. And it's not because the players there were better than us or anything. Just wanted to make sure that we did not have the ball for any reason. And it works to their perfect advantage. They did that, got the got the chances, used their chances as well. And that was very important because even with how bad we played, we still created some of the best chances and we couldn't convert. So they had those little chances and they made very good use of it. Converted everything yeah. to a goal. I don't think Ramsdale even made a save in that game. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of which, yeah, you, you did make a very fair point, you know, stating that um, in most games this season, we have actually dominated the midfield. And I even um, throw us back to when we played some of the best teams in the league currently. Uh, Manchester City is currently first in the league. The last time we played Manchester City, we absolutely dominated that midfield. You know, even with the likes of uh, Kevin De Bruyne, um, you know, um, David C- um, um, Oh my God, David Silva, Bernardo Silva, you know, and the likes of them. Even when we played Liverpool too, that are known for, you know, their high press and all that, we actually matched them in midfield too. When we yeah. played Spurs, we absolutely battered them. So, yes, you did make a fair point, actually. You know, we have actually been... Um, in the midfield and it's definitely not because we lost the midfield to Palace not because of um, lack of personnel but um, because Palace actually came with a game plan to actually frustrate our midfielders and um, I think they were just hungrier for it they were just hungrier because 
yeah, they played that game like it was a cup final. You know, they they were they were winning all the second balls, like you said. They were all over us. I mean, it was like they were on drugs. I mean, that first half, oh my god, we didn't have any breathing space. It was, you know, it was crazy, crazy. I tell. Um, what do you think about Patrick Vieira's brand of football? You know, what do you? I mean, he's been doing pretty well at um, Crystal Palace. Um, you know, what do you feel? Do you feel like, you know, he has really had an influence on the way Palace plays and, you know, how Palace was able to play us in the previous fixture? I mean, definitely. One one thing I've really, really been impressed with, with, with Vera this season is they are a hard side to beat. It is, I always tell my friends, especially, I don't care no matter the results Palace have in the first half. They might be losing in the first half. But the way they turn up in the second half, especially for most games, the game they played against Arsenal was probably one of their worst second half performances I've seen in a long time. They they always turn up in that second half to make sure that no matter what happens, they don't lose the game. And they've come back this season from a whole lot of losing positions just to come and draw the game or or nick in an equalizer. And that was why even the, the, the draw that we had with them really pained them a lot because that was not a game that they even wanted to even draw. I've, I've really been impressed with them. Things that he has done with the squad, Mateta is scoring goals for them. I mean... I don't think any of Crystal Palace's previous managers would have looked at that guy and said, this is a this is a decent guy to use. Jordan, are you who should be playing their nine? He's playing on the wings now and he's even doing well there. Although he's not coming up with the goals and the assists. But then you still see his work rate and you know whenever you play him, you're going to have a hard time against him. So everybody in the team has, I mean, their centre-back, they have one of the best centre-backs in Gwei this season. Anderson's passes are ridiculous. It was a player I wanted us to get but then we go white and I really can't complain. But he, the guy is very good with the ball as well. So they've they've had... I mean, if you just look at the team and then you see how massively each player has improved from last season to this season, it's, it's just incredible. He's doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Um, so many Arsenal fans actually do agree with you on that front there that, you know, Patrick Vieira has been doing an amazing job. Well, um even though we would have liked if he instructed his players to play a bit less intensity, you know, because, I mean, you know, it was like a cup final, man. I mean, it, obviously, we know he's doing his job, you know, and, you know, he has been really good at it. Took four points off us, took four points off uh, Manchester City. I mean, he's been doing excellently well, excellently well. You know, they're very comfortable um, on the table where they are, you know, and um, we expect them to even do better next season that's if another team doesn't come and you know snatch him up um but speaking about the intensity that um that crystal palace played i mean um there are rumors that uh thomas party could be injured for quite some time um mm. do you think that's as a result of the intensity they played or do you think um party we were just unlucky to actually just lose party to injury uh, probably a combination of both. Pate as well as also played too many games. You also have to put that into con- into consideration. I mean, yeah. the games as well during the international break as well will also take a toll. Traveling back and forth as well would also take. So I guess it's it's basically a combination of everything that 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 he has had this season. I don't think most games he plays 90 minutes. It's, it's rare for you to see Pate come off and then we are saying we are resting him for the next game or something. It hasn't been that way. It's always 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, game after game, game after game. So everything once in a while is always, is always going to tell. It's the Premier League. Eventually, you will definitely have those injuries. That's how safe you try to play it. Mm, well said. Well said. Mm. I mean, we have gotten away with it for quite some time now because of um, lack of fixtures. You know, we're out of yeah. the FA Cup. 
pretty early. We're out of the Carabao Cup. You know, we are not in any European competition. And so we have been able to field in almost the same team week in, week out. But uh, I guess we just got unlucky with Pate because, you know, um, we know that he has he and Saka has needed rest for quite some time. And Saka got it due to, you know, the COVID um, that he had. You know, he wasn't able to play with um, England in the last international break. But Pate played in a very high-intensity um, World Cup as, um, game with yeah, where he also scored a, a, um, a very important goal that sends Ghana through to the World Cup. So, yes, I, I guess it's a, basically a mixture of both the high pace and intensity of both Palace and the Premier League and, um, you know, accumulation of a lot of games. Um, so, what do you think now? Do you, what do you think about our chances of, you know, um, still finishing in top four, especially now that we have Patty and Tierney uh, currently injured? And Tierney is rumored to be injured for the whole of the season. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's 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 very bleak at the moment, but I still think we can still turn the tables around. Right now, we're in a very bad place, but things can change after our next two games, and and that's what I'm actually looking at at the moment. I'm looking at the next two games and how how well we play there. If you get what I'm saying, how well we play there, also how well our opponents as well play. In yeah. their next two games, because something has to give for something in those next two games for us to stand a chance, and and that's yeah. exactly what it has to be. If if we win our next two games and we win convincingly, we win in a way that we can say, oh, um, the person now who is playing left back, I don't care if it's Jaka, I don't care if it's Tavares, I don't care if it's Saka, is doing a very good job. The person who is replacing Pate, just like Cedric did for Tomiyasu, if. If we can fill up those 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 vacant positions now, and it doesn't disrupt the rhythm of the team in any way, it even makes us better. I guess we'd only move forward from there. Well, yes, um, <clears throat> it's 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 really going to be tough, you know. Um, especially Tavares has been um, very uh, unconvincing in the last couple of games that he has played. But man, like you said, you know, we really do have to, you know, find a way to just you know pick up form again. We have um, we still have a, a game in hand, which is sort of a slight advantage. But you know we're already trailing by five goal difference now because we lost three nil and um, and uh, you know Spurs won their game five one. I mean how how quickly things can change in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. You know all of a sudden we have minus three from our game and you know Spurs. You know all of a sudden so that's basically like a turn of seven goal difference all at once yeah you know it's 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 really crazy how fast things can change in the premier league and that's why you know i still think yes though our chances are bleak because of the injuries and uh you know we have uh, inadequate cover but i still think that yeah we should be able to nick top four if we can you know get back on track and speaking about um you know not having appropriate cover do you still think blame uh the, the whole of the club, basically, both the board, Ateta, Edu, for not getting reinforcements in January and, you know, letting some other players go. So I'm going to say something that might sound a little bit controversial, but I, I don't exactly think they made a mistake in not signing anybody in January. It was a calculated risk and honestly, I guess it was worth it because we, we, we have had January windows where we have bought players and those players did not turn out exactly the way we wanted. There, there's a whole list of examples. Sebalos, players who were rushed. Do you get what I'm saying? They were not our main targets. Un- unless what we were going for in general was a main target. 
um, and then we got him, then yes, that's fine. But most times when we make transfers in January, we, we rush those transfers and those players, they don't turn up eventually for us. So I, I really don't think they may, And I'm saying this because in every position that we basically have in Arsenal, we have at least two, two players who can play in that position. Give, yes. give 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 or take. We, we do have that. And then if you look at if you look at the side like even Liverpool when when um, with, with Klopp as well two seasons three seasons back they were playing the same squad back to back and still competing in the Champions League and the league because they knew what they wanted. If they are not getting the exact targets they wanted, they are not going into the market. They do not compromise for anybody. anybody. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? So yes, if we if we had gotten our targets, then fine. So be it. But in every position we had. The, the needed cover that we had. My only problem, and this is where I would bring Ateta on, is Ateta was has been a bit too... He has just been working as now like a machine. There's really no change. It's just the same thing week in, week out. I would have expected in some games where we were winning convincingly that he would have switched things a bit up to try to see what would happen in case, in case things we're not working in our favor, if, if mm. you get what I mean. Yeah. Because it's always it's always the same changes. Remove Pepe today for, for Saka, Martinelli for Sintro, um, yeah. and then holding, holding when it's time to hold in a victory. If, yeah, or if like we I said, change, for Inketia or something. Yeah, exactly. If you had changed things in, say, in Leicester now, where we were winning 2-0, and then you try to bring in... I've not seen Martinelli play nine this season. Yes, yes, which is weird. I haven't... I, do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't seen Martinelli play nine nine this season. You haven't seen. We know how in Wenger's time we tweaked things a lot, and we, were, we, would, we would we would appreciate it even if we might not get that result. But you would see you would see what he's trying to do, and yes, you would still get it. But then we have been winning games. I've been winning games convincingly in 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 recent times. We were comfortable against against Leicester, even against Watford. Although we shot ourselves a little bit, Brentford as well. The same thing. We've been winning games. With 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 a bit of imagine, so I was imagine that at least eighteen minutes, that last ten minutes, you do you do something with the team, you change the team, play, play them in the back five, and then see how they respond. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? But we haven't done that. That's always been Elneny has not played a game in God knows. I'm not saying Elneny is a savior, but yeah, I mean if Elneny was probably playing twenty minutes in the last three games, Pate might still be here. Very true. He might have even thought, he might have even thought about that and probably even removed Pate in that game. So that Pate was already on the yellow and mm-hmm. he couldn't he couldn't move anything again and say, okay, no, I have to change this, bring in on We might have avoided that injury, who knows? But then we've always tried to play it safe. And that's why we are where we are. That's that's very honestly true. what I think. Mm, very true. You made some very valid there. Um, you know, I also think because Tavares actually started pretty decently for us. Uh, I also feel like, you know, part of the reasons why he has been really, really poor in the past few games is because of lack of game time. You know, exactly. maybe if those games where I've been, you know, winning 2 nil or thereabouts, he comes on to play the last, you know, 10-15 minutes. And we all know that, um, you know, uh, Karantiani isn't someone to have, you know, the best um, fitness record. You know, so giving, um, you, I mean, you're, you're killing one, uh, two bed Zone, you know, resting exactly. TNE, give him a little rest and also giving Tavares a bit of game time. You know, and like you said, you know, I'm, I'm actually shocked that, you know, with how terrible Lacazette has been up front when it comes to goal returns, that we haven't tried Martinelli there. Because I remember when uh, Martinelli started playing for us, you know, it was almost like um, we had found a Robertson-Jota sort of combination with TNE giving... 
Martinelli assist, you know, crossing down yeah. the wings and all that. Yeah, I remember. You know, so I, I have no idea why Martinelli, I mean, Martinelli's finishing could do with some improvements, but I don't think anybody can do um, worse than Lacazette when it comes to finishing up chances at the moment. You know, and if it's work rate, I mean, Martinelli has just as much work rate as Lacazette does. You know, exactly. maybe, yeah, maybe he just doesn't have as much strength. But definitely, work rate is there. So yeah, like you said, I mean, it's it, it could be nice to, you know, always switch and, things and, up. And do you know? Do you know what's actually funny? It's the fact that Ateta can actually take this risk, but he only takes this risk when, when we are, how do I put it? When we are completely down, yes. like against Crystal Palace. See what happened. I I. For the life of me, I still don't know the formation we played for the last 35 minutes of that game. Because I saw Xhaka playing left back. I saw him playing as a third CD. I saw him playing again in, in the midfield row. Um, Martinelli, yes, was, Martinelli was left and right. Saka yes. almost looked like 10 at the point yes. in time. Same thing too against, against Wolves, where he played in Ketia and, and Lacazette together. The football yes. we played against Wolves for that last 10 minutes with 10 men was incredible. It was incredible. Yes. I mean, it's, it's it's actually funny because you see that you see that, and then you ask, why is he not doing it when they're actually winning? Why is it? Look at Chelsea, for instance. Lukaku has mm-hmm. four goals, and the coach knew immediately that this is not the way to go. Changed the top, brought in Wena. Wena wasn't delivering. Changed the top, put in put in Havertz. Havertz, Havertz is yeah. the one scoring for them now. Yes. Even even Ziyech, even Ziyech wasn't doing well now. I stunned up now. Saul wasn't doing well now. I stunned up now. Because Saul has yes. been getting game time too as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. Word. It's, I'm not exactly trying to blame him, but then I get it. He's still learning, and that's that has always been my fear with him. He's always going to be learning with Arsenal. He's always going to be making mistakes with Arsenal. But how how fast can we also improve while he's still making those mistakes? I just what he's going to do. It's just what's going to maybe not make us get to top for this season. We do hope that um, you know, have a, what, um, even though uh, we have. That are in the um predicts uh you know where we can finish according to games on paper. All right, so Arsenal plays Brighton next um, at home. So um it definitely should be three points for us. I'm only just scared because Brighton haven't won in a long time, and I'm hoping this is not this is not the game where they are trying to get that three points. That's just yeah, my true. only fear. Well, but then again, um, we are playing we are playing at the Emirates, so we don't exactly. have any excuse not to win. Exactly. All right. So Southampton away. What do you think about that? Um, Southampton. Southampton is a tricky is a, is a tricky fixture because recently. They have not been doing well, but then the way they play suggests that they should actually be getting the results. So it's it's also a funny one. But then again, we are at the point in time where there are no compromises. It is win-win or don't even don't even show up. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? We we cannot even bargain for a draw where we are right now. Certainly. Certainly. So let's say a um a three points on paper for Chelsea away. Now that's it. 
um, though Chelsea's, um, you know, their form has been fluctuating, like, you know, Nigerian Nepal, but I mean, uh, what can we say? We don't know the Chelsea we are going to meet at the Stanford Bridge, but what do you think about yeah. that? Um, with, with with Chelsea, like you said, it's always funny. You don't know the Chelsea side that is going to show up. We can easily beat them 3 0 on that day, and we can easily get beaten 3 0 as well on the same day. Um, it's 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 tricky. I, I I'm hoping we win, but I'm not confident for that game. I'll actually be happy with the draw, but I also okay. think we can win. It just depends on the side that turns up for us now and the side again that turns up for Chelsea. Okay, so let's put on paper and say a draw for that game. How about United at the Emirates? United has to be a win. I mean, we we shot ourselves in the foot in the first place, not even winning the first leg, but not even getting a, at least a draw in the first yes. game because we did not deserve in any way to lose that game. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a win. There's no compromise about it. United have lost teams that we have beaten twice this season. We 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 shouldn't even be bargaining on that game by going anything less than a win. Okay. So let's say um another three points on paper. Um West Ham away. Now that's a tricky fixture. What do you think we're gonna get from that? For West Ham, it's it's always fun to as well when they when they meet us now. Goals are, are are always guaranteed at least. That's that's always sure. I'm hoping we edge it. But it's a London debut and it's it's definitely going to be tricky. But I'm hoping we edge it. It's just going to be one of those games where somebody wins it late at the end of the day. Mm. And hopefully it's us now at the end of it. Okay, so um from yours, do you think we should just put that down as a draw on paper? I mean, obviously, I'm going to. I'm going to go for Arsenal win. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like, like, let's just, you know, use realism here, not optimism or pessimism. Like, what, what do we think? In like, if you were in neutral, what would you think that game would be? It well, if, I was, if I was, if I was, in neutral, then definitely a draw. Okay. I might even slightly, slightly go for a West Ham win because they are playing at the London Stadium. Okay, so but let's then, see. but then again, they also don't play well against teams at the London Stadium. They also don't yeah, play well against them London teams in the London Stadium no. as well. Yes, so let's just put that down as a point. It's at home. I personally think that should be a very good three points, and we should build a bit of goal difference back in that game. But I mean, um, you know, Bielsa is gone, and Leeds are playing differently now. But I still think yeah. it should be a straight win for us. What do you think? It definitely, it definitely has to be a, a win and nothing else. Okay. Um, for sports, we play sports away at the White Hart Lane Stadium. Uh, oh, it's a sports stadium now, right? Yes. It's still okay. the White Hart Lane. Okay. All right. So, um, as a sports stadium, uh, we play... Uh, what do you think? What do you think about that game away? I think we are going to win the game. And I'm saying this because of um, Tottenham's defence. While their attack might be one of the best best things they have, if you if you in any way attack attack go go on the go on the offensive against Tottenham, you will get goals, and that is one thing Arsenal can give you. So I think we'll, we'll win that we'll win that just because we have we have our defense is tighter and their defense is not, and that's where I just see us edging it. Is the side who has the best defense on the day who's going to win that game? Well, don't you think it's the side that also has the best attack on the game that would win the game? Because, I mean, we have a very terrible attack and they have a very potent attack. Yeah, but then this this same this same Tottenham attack too can also decide not to show up. Do you well, get what yeah. I'm saying? You definitely you are definitely sure of the type of performance you are going to get from their defence. 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, definitely yeah, sure. So, so no matter what happens, there's definitely going to be goals from Arsenal's side. Yes. But ca- are we capable of keeping are we capable of keeping a clean sheet against them? Yes. Mm. Are they capable of keeping a clean sheet against us? Definitely not. Okay. Okay. Um, I see your optimism there, Fleck. Let's put that down as a three points. Um, I think if we do get three points from this, I think we it's like it basically a six pointer. You know, that particular mm-hmm. game. If you get a three points, that is going to be massive. But let's just say, uh, for the sake of this, let's just put it down as a point, you know. Oh, and, and one more thing, one more okay. thing. At the at the end of the day, sports will always bottle it. Ah, sports bottling company, in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let me just put that um, sports uh, match down as a as a draw or let me just blank it for now and you know let me just see what it will be when um, compared to sports fixtures so what do you think we're going to play Newcastle away that's a really tough game Newcastle has been on fire since um, you know the January um, transfer market so what do you think yeah but but then the good thing we live with with Newcastle is no matter what they always play against us now we always come out with the result at the end of the day yeah, you do have a fair point. I, I definitely see us winning that game. And they That's haven't it. scored against Arsenal since January 2021, even before then. Because we've been wow. winning them clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets. Okay, so let's just say uh, due to history and, you know, um, let's say Arsenal three since points. Since 2019, so... actually. They haven't oh, wow, scored okay. against well, that's, that's a, a fairly lengthy time, three years. So against Everton at home, what do you think? Everton... Is a no excuse. We have to beat them, and we have to beat them still. And Except it's not because we deserve to win. It's, it's, my God. Yes, and that's that that, so that's appalling. the worst results we have had this season. And only for that, the revenge has to be sweet. That yes. that is all I want. The revenge has to be sweet. Okay. It's not even for and just winning them too. Oh, it has to be more than that. Okay, so totaling the points, um, we do predict Arsenal to get 21 points from 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 9 games. 21 points from 9 games. Okay, now let's quickly do Spurs. Spurs against Villa away. What do you think? <laughs> this is this is a tricky fixture and this is why I'm saying the next two games exactly determines what might happen. Mm. I, I, I think... I think this might be a draw. It's, it's a safe bet to say it might be a draw. But then anybody can win it as well. Very and true. I won't be surprised if anybody wins it. Very true. It's a game or Spurs could easily win 3-1. And the game could also end up being a 2-2 draw or something. You know, so uh-huh. that's just like yeah. your point. So let's just pen down a draw for that game. Uh, for Brighton at home, in, um, you know, I think Spurs are going to edge that one and they're going to edge it well. You know, yeah. but what do you think? Okay. It's, it's definitely but it does not win. Okay. Uh so Brentford. Away to Brentford. Well, the good thing about Brentford is how incredible they are at home. Yes. And recently they have been turning up the form. Their injured players are coming back. And they mm-hmm. are coming back without losing form. They are coming back without match fitness, like they have been playing. For a while, Tony has been scoring or assisting, which is good. Wissa still comes on from the bench and still gets goals. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to, and also again, it's a London derby. Again, ah, yes. it's Tottenham, their defense is the thing. Yes. Brentford, Brentford will Brentford definitely get the scoring goals. goals for fun. Exactly. Brentford will definitely get the goals, but how many will Tottenham score? That's, mm. that's just the issue. Word. Okay, let's pen that down as a draw. 
Spurs Leicester at home. I think it's going to be very tricky. It could go either way, but I still take Spurs to win this game. What yeah, and 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 that's because Leicester's injuries is not a joke at the moment. It's mm. and this has been two seasons running. I really don't understand how Rogers is even managing that club anymore. They are. I mean, it's it's one thing to get to, to have injuries in, in your team. It's another thing to get to have injuries to your most important players in your team. Yeah, they are. They are. I, I still think. They are one Madison injury again away this season from everything totally collapsing. That's mm. the only player right now that shows that up and is present in that team. And if he's yes. gone, they have no fighting chance anymore. Very true. So let's put the three point down for Spurs. Um, Liverpool at Anfield. Mm. Liverpool, that's the game Liverpool should be winning if they still, you know, intend on winning the league. But we do know that Spurs has a nick for getting points. In. Yeah, against the big you know. teams. So I think that's going to be like a two-two draw. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely a draw or or a Liverpool. I don't see Tottenham winning though. But yeah, I don't. I don't see that either. I don't see Tottenham winning. I as think well, Tottenham are very definitely. capable of getting a point at least. Yes, definitely. Okay, uh, let's spend that down against Burnley at home. Uh, I think that's a straight three points for. Spurs. I mean, Burnley on their day could get a point off anyone, but uh, I don't know. I think as at that time, that's the second to the last match of the season. I think at that time, Burnley would know their fit, and yeah. uh, if they are safe, I don't think Burnley would really have anything to play for in that game. So, so currently, Burnley is 19th on the table, although they have two games in hand. Mm. And the last time they faced, the last time they faced Tottenham. They were also in this relegation fight and they surprised everyone and actually came up with a victory. I am hoping they are in that relegation battle again and they know what to do and they actually do it. But yeah, it's, it's looking like it Tottenham win. Right okay. now, right now, we never can say what happens when it gets to that moment. If they are in that relegation fight, Burnley will come out with a draw. I am almost sure of that. Okay, okay but let's just, um, let's just pen down. Definitely at the moment, the Tottenham win. Yeah, um, then Norwich away, what do you think? Norwich I think it's is, a three those, points. That's, it's a question of how many goals, more like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Okay, uh, let me do the math. So this is 3, 6, 9, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 points for... So that we have 16 points for Spurs and 21 points for Arsenal. And if things end like this this season, I think we'll be the happiest set of supporters because we're going to be topping uh, Spurs with just five points. It's safe to say that United are out of the race um, because I still think United are going to drop points to anybody that they meet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, United could go play Norwich and lose. Like, yeah, I mean, with the sort of players they have, it's, it's crazy how they manage to lose certain games. You know I mean? to Watford and he lost miserably you know so it's 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 really it's really crazy yeah, you, know? you can you can actually say they did not win Watford in two legs they played yeah. enjoy the second leg <laughs> I mean it's it's crazy it's crazy how they managed to do that I mean you have Cristiano Ronaldo Bruno Fernandes Jordan San have Rafael Varane in your center back who has won so many Champions League I mean how how do they how I don't know how but man like it's I'm just happy that they do that anyways um, so hopefully uh, things end like this this season and we can still make the top four 
Uh, but I mean, anything could happen. This is just on paper, you know. Especially with the injuries we have, we don't know how badly uh, we are going to miss Tierney and um, you know Pate, especially with Lukonga and you know Tavares not being you know as good as the you know um, prior mentioned players. So uh, we do hope Arsenal can nick it. So um, any final. Um, like I said, most important things are just the next two games we have. Um, I'm hoping that the next two games we have, we, we win both and Tottenham at least stumbles in one. And if they if they do that, we have the driving seat again, and hopefully we we do not we do not drop it down again, and then let them take it again from us. I'm hoping we win we win we win the games that we are actually we are actually thinking. We I would be happy if Arsenal goes the whole nine games without losing a single game. That yes. that in itself would make me more happy than than any other thing. At least say seven wins and two draws, or six wins and three draws. It would make me really happy. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's see how that goes. Um, for our next two games, um, we have Brighton at home and Southampton away. Spurs has Villa away and Brighton at home. Um, very similar sort of fixtures. Um, even though yeah. Villa seems to be stronger than Southampton away, but you know, let's see how it goes, and hopefully we can nick six points from here, and you know, we can do great. All right, thank you everybody for listening uh, to the episode two of the Sensible Gunners podcast, and we hope to you know keep having you here every time we have an episode. So um, hopefully next time we are here, we are talking about um, our three-point win or there might be another episode, um, a pre-game match analysis before the Brighton game. All right, guys, um, have a lovely week and come on, you goners.